Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to The Mile High Show. My name is Matt Santos, your host of said show. Um, you know, I've said this the last few uh, episodes we posted. Um, I keep false starting. I keep trying to get this podcast back up and, and running. But in the midst of coronavirus and live events canceled and things, it's just difficult because I know I, I know nobody wants to hear me talk. Uh, people tune in and download this show because they want to hear from my guests, the interesting, funny, uh, talented people that uh, that I sit down and talk with, the musicians and artists and comics and things. Um, so doing, you know, with live events canceled, doing Zoom and phone interviews and Skype interviews, I just, I'm, I don't like doing them. I like doing interviews in person. So I am happy that uh, in recent weeks we have, after a year of a lot of shutdown, I have uh, I, I was able to get out and meet uh, with some folks live and in person out on the patio of Cupper's Coffee House in Prescott, Arizona on Montezuma Street. Cupper'sCoffeeHouse.com is where you can find out about Cupper's. Great folks out there, great uh, food. You'll hear about my guest sandwich towards the end of this podcast. Um, and my guest being Jennifer Maxwell and the good folks over at the Mile High Comedy Theater. Um Good folks to talk with. Uh, we'll have their anyway. All their information is in the show notes there, and they'll give you all their information in the interview. Um, we have a project coming up that we will talk about on May eighth, Prescott Valley Days, that I will be working on with the Mile High Comedy Theater, the Prescott Valley Chamber of Commerce, the Town of Prescott Valley, and um, and Mr. Brian Kahatsu, who will be our headliner. It's a comedy show at the Prescott Valley Days, and uh, that whole event, especially the main stage, will be uh, enjoyable to witness because of our other guest on the show today, Mr. Ted Leonard of Prescott Pro Sound. He uh, had to stop, or he, he, he was willing to stop in and talk with me about an audio issue I was having with one of my, um, one of my video microphones, and we roped him in to sitting down and chatting with us during this episode, episode 232. Um, Ted's a fascinating guy. Uh, I need to sit down with a solo show with him again soon. Uh, check the archives at milehighshow.com for one of the early shows where Ted and I sat around and, uh, and had a really good time. Fascinating guy. So this episode, 232, with uh, the Mile High Comedy Theater and Ted Leonard, is brought to you by, among others, Coffee Cupper's Coffee House in uh, in Prescott, Arizona, where we sat and recorded and took up space, but also the Bully Dog Coffee Company, uh, beans roasted locally by my friend, my neighbor, the weirdo down the street, Mr. Patrick Bowler. Bully Dog Coffee Company, where he takes his proceeds, puts it back into the business to get the word out about his business. Pitbull Rescue Association. Check out BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com for how you can help him and also get a punch in the face from his uh, delicious coffee. It's a, it's a great way to start every morning with a big punch in the face by, uh, by coffee. 
I love it. It's fabulous. So get a hold of Patrick through BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com. And as always, this show is brought to you by, well, the website says the best barbecue in AZ. I do not agree with that. I think it's the best barbecue ever. Big Daddy E's Barbecue in Chino Valley, Arizona. BDEBBQ.com is where you can find out information and menus and hours and all that good stuff. The good folks over there, including Eric Veneer, the owner, and his staff at Big Daddy E's Barbecue, have recently started up their uh, music series again. Uh, music by live entertainers right there on the patio, out there in the fresh air and sunshine. The tiny but mighty stage at Big Daddy E's Barbecue in Chino Valley. BDEBBQ.com is where you can find out that information. So let's get to it. It's a, it's a year's worth of false starts and postponed shows and, uh, and canceled shows. And, and it was very nice to plug in a few microphones, sit down in the fresh air and sunshine on Prescott's Whiskey Row at Cupper's Coffee House with the Mile High Comedy Theater and the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Ted Leonard. Sit back, enjoy, mark your calendars for May 8th, and we will talk at you soon. I don't follow directions well, sir. And I need a lot of redirection, a lot of (laughs) validation. What, Ted? So far, my uh, my highest listened to episode I've ever recorded out of two hundred and forty some odd was when Ted and I ate breakfast at the St. Michael's. <laughs> oh, it was twenty five minutes of him talking to a waitress about butter. <laughs> I am not surprised in the slightest. You, you got to really eat. Riveting. And the many, many users. Just don't talk all at the same time. And what is can, Why are we not talking at the same time? Lovingly, just like this. That's fine. Absolutely. I didn't say they were going to be appropriate or cooperative. Tone it down. We're trying to be cooperative. Turn it down to zero. Let's uh, let's uh, let's just go around and and introduce ourselves. Tell me who you are, so that I can quickly forget your names <laughs> as most audiences do i'm jennifer maxwell without a stutter with mile high comedy theater and what did you order mm, uh, that looks so good what did you order from cuppers uh, coffee and bistro mm, and food mm, i think i ordered the truck the truck this isn't what i ordered this looks like a chicken salad sandwich. Let's say I ordered a chicken salad touch it, sandwich. Touch it a few times before he has to take it to the other table over there. <laughs> oh, chicken salad sandwich. Jennifer Maxwell, what is your role with Mile High Comedy Theater? Because the last time uh, we spoke with you and uh, and and your buddy Cisco. Oh my gosh, eons ago. In uh, in a very dark bar. In a dark you know, we place. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, Scotty's. It's the the point now. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah. We recorded in there. I love that little spot. We we took a little corner over there. But uh, you have uh, you have put on a new hat, right? Yeah, it's like a 
a beep kind of hat. Uh, owner operator of Mile High Comedy Theater. Nice. As Was of, it a bloody coup, or did you just? Coup. <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> uh, the bodies line the theater. Uh, we don't talk about that. It's Dark Sunday. We don't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it's just a restructuring. No, th- no thank you, sir. <laughs> no comment. I plead the fifth. So the theater's been the the troupe has been in, in around for what five six years, ish. Established officially in 2014, okay. and this year people were saying inside that it's 2021, so that's seven years. Good deal. Yeah. So with uh, like everything else, performance and music and 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 live entertainment wise, uh, this last year has been been a struggle to say the least. Mm-hmm. So starting fresh in 21 with a. Uh, some new leadership, some mm-hmm. some familiar faces that are sitting with us here, but but lots of new goals and lots of new opportunities. So yes, we're looking forward. We're going to talk a little bit about those. See, I figured if we just talk about what we have planned uh, before the powers that be over at the Prescott Valley Days uh, activity before they balk at it once it's recorded and out there in the internet it's uh, it's, it's got to happen right? it's yeah. you know so who do we have sitting next to you uh, to my left is miss celia osborne introduce yourself celia tell us a little bit about yourself well i'm celia osborne as you may have heard uh, i heard that <laughs> you, you, you've heard i've heard that too i i'm just going to introduce myself to myself oh hello um, what do you want to know about me? I'm immensely talented. I <laughs> lie a lot. She, you but just miss cool Jen hat. choking on I her do. chicken I have a sandwich. Very cool hat. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> on, on somebody's Most chicken of sandwich. It made it in her mouth. We're not sure whose it is quite yet, but <laughs> So, how long have you been in the area? What what is what is hometown for for you? Home to, well, I sorry to say I lived in Phoenix for 43 years. Yeah. Been up here for 4. But I come from New Jersey. 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 Yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been in the uh, in the performing life, performing arts? Oh golly, um, a long time. Either on stage or backstage or in the sound booth or yeah. Oh, a long time. Long time. Long time. All right. Let Let's throw the mic over at your your Ziljan neighbor there. The man, the myth, the legend. I am the president of absolutely nothing. (laughs) And and I have new business cards, but they don't have a phone number on them. I just hand them out. People use them to pick their teeth (laughs) because they're laminated. So, you know, and they're orange, so they're easy to find. My name is Matt Santos. It's so good to be here. We used to to use laminated cards for something way different years ago. No, keep it on Teddy for a minute because we're going to get into the group here. But But this is the group. I mean, this is the talent. I just drive the truck. Before before you hand that off. Hand it off. This... uh, this past 12 months has been really odd for the man, the myth, the legend who does all things live entertainment. Um, you can ignore whatever aspect of this question you want, but I'll, I'll lay a little bit of groundwork and then, uh, then you can tell me what to cut out later. But for many years, Prescott Pro Sound, Ted Leonard was the face of, and that Prescott Pro Sound who does so much in the way of live entertainment from 
concerts to fairs to the music on the square to the event center changed hands with some restructuring just before covid hit and then recently after a very very tough year is going through some more changes but ted leonard is still associated with prescott pro sound did i capsulize that without giving away too much it's perfect good so the reason ted joined us today i had talked with jennifer about talking with the uh the mile high comedy theater uh group today at cuppers in 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 prescott arizona we'll plug them on the intro later but i was having issues with this recording gear and i couldn't figure it out so ted was going to meet me beforehand and then we just got to chatting like we always do and we said just hand him a mic that's all. That's all. That's all. So what is in line for Prescott Pro Sound and Ted Leonard in the in the in the coming months as we go into live music reopening uh, big shows, small shows, what do you got? So everything is continuing as normal, as though I never sold the place. And so we sold it January twenty third, twenty twenty. The person that bought it doesn't want to do it anymore. We found a new buyer, he is fantastic. He's out of Phoenix, so I'll be doing the day-to-day operations up here in uh, Prescott and running the thing just uh, seamless. But but this Pat, which is great and, news. And, but I'm not the president. I'm, I'm not the president. You're just the face. But you're a member. Uh, I am the president of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do paperwork. I don't want to do invoices. I don't want to pay the taxes. Pre- you're the president of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, but what when you did this switch around in January of 2020? The ink was barely dry when everything on the books basically was canceled. Yeah. So now with uh, with changes in statistics and changes in vaccines and changes in administration, things are opening up again. You say it's going back to normal. How normal are we in the spring and summer? You know, we don't really know. I mean, we know that Governor Ducey loosened things up all over the state of Arizona. We know that. We know that our phone is off the hooks for events that are Good. happening. Uh, everything looks very positive. And, of course, the risk is, you know, two weeks down the road, we yeah. could have a rise in this thing again and everything shuts down. Who knows? Nobody knows. So we are just staying positive and we're just going forward and we're very excited. Good. Good things are going to happen this year for Good, everybody. Good. And I know for people that uh, not just attend live entertainment in this area, this part of the state, this part of the county but also those that perform and those that put on and book the shows are extremely happy that Ted Leonard is still the president of fun with Prescott Rosehounds. Because quite frankly, Ted, I mean, you know, regardless of whose, whose name is on the corporate paperwork, Ted Leonard has been synonymous with live entertainment in this area for, for quite a while. Seems that way. Yeah. I don't see it that way. I think it's just a collective thing. And it takes us all to, to make it happen. Well, and, it, and, and I love working with everybody. Yeah. And that's what I think that's probably part of the magic. And that's demonstrated by the fact that every once in a while you sit down and talk with me. So obviously your standards have, are have, not that high. <laughs> you will, Cecilia, how do you answer you something like that? You will work with anyone. Well, nothing that you can actually put on the air. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Well, that's so, good to hear that, that things yeah, are moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Ted Leonard and Prescott Pro Sound will have their fingers in oh, yeah. 
Let's yeah. keep this family yeah. friendly in different events. And I'm really yeah. excited. Be, I, I'm, no, I'm really excited because I love the industry. I just couldn't do the administrative yeah. part anymore. I'm, yeah. too, I'm too tired of government. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but uh, it's just it just is a big. Uh, it's like it's like you know taking care of the government part of the whole business is like half half the job. It's like fifty yeah. percent of the job. That's the fifty percent I don't want to do anymore. Yeah. I just want to do the concerts and have fun with people and and, and, and have a good time. Dealing with that government aspect when you're dealing with chambers of commerce is the different municipalities the state the county with the fairs and things we had a i i got a, a little glimpse into that uh, oh a little over a year ago when we started planning an event for one of my clients for one of my clients a town at chino valley who uh last year was celebrating its 50th anniversary all that celebration got put on hold but the anchor behind that celebration was going to be or is going to be a live concert labor day weekend which we had to postpone to labor day 2021 we want to mark in your calendar september 4th all day capping off with a concert ch- chaired by ted leonard and prescott pro sound with the stage and the sound and all that uh featuring road one south and scandalous hands so if you want to mark your calendar but honestly and this is what i presented to the town was before you start booking talent, before you start doing anything, lock in the sound guy oh, yeah. because otherwise you don't have an event. And if you're going to lock in a sound guy to have an event, there's only one guy we want to talk to. So what was supposed to happen, whatever that is, seven, eight months ago, is now going to happen in another six or seven months. And moving at the speed of cold molasses is how, how <laughs> cold those molasses. things get done. Yeah. So, Glad to hear things are going forward. Let's let's move over. Thanks, Matt. Let's get uh, Bliss. Tell us a little bit. About, she's got her own. What is this? A news conference? You got to have everybody. Five mics in front of her everybody head. wants to hand me a mic. Yeah, we, need, we need interrupt fullback. <laughs> we need an, an, an IFB system so I can talk doesn't to the. Need, doesn't talent. interrupt fullback play for the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bliss. Hi. Tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do. Uh, my name is Bliss Streetman. I am a member of Mile High Comedy Theater. Um, and I'm from Prescott, Arizona for the last 20 years, so I definitely consider myself native, dare I say that. Villagers aren't going to run me out of town quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) We don't, we don't say that. We do not speak that word here. That's the new C word. It is. Reclaim the other C word. Uh, (laughs) Cookies, I meant. My goodness. <laughs> it's dangerous. So how long have you been performing? Um, pretty much since I could not pee on myself, so just out of diapers. Oh, I was going to say yeah. three, four years? So, you know, approximately what? 19 days. It's been it's been a good month for me. Comedy, uh, basically, or, or were you in the dramatic oh, end of it? Anything, or, anything? I could, anything I could get my hands on. Basically, the only thing that stops me from being a triple threat besides my fantastic boobs and my total lack of height is that I can't dance. I can't dance at all. Um, but, yeah, no, I've... I've been doing um, theater since I was a little kid, and um, improv found me in the dark, dark years of high school. High school was hell, but I had a safe space. That was my choir and my theater, and uh, that's where I found improv, and then... 
I saw a show. We won tickets. My ex and I won tickets to Mile High Comedy Theater. And so we went to, to do a show, and that was amazing. And afterwards, I went up to our director at the time, and I said, I'm going to be part of your troupe. And she laughed at me, and she's like, you, you're going to do an internship. And I said, yeah, but after that, you're going to bring me on to be part of your troupe. Nice. You are my people. So, yeah. Very nice. What was that? Was that an elk show? It was an elk show. How? When was that, Jen? God, 20... 14, yeah, 2014. Aww, May 17th. That's a bottle you're talking into, (laughs) not a microphone. She's she's talking into her juice bottle. It's fine. We are professionals here. When you're choking, the show must go on. Apparently. These microphones will not pick up the greenness of your face (laughs) as your lips turn blue. Like I said in the beginning, I need direction and a lot of redirection. Microphone, you bottle. P- bottle. <laughs> okay, so this is the difference between a bottle. Got it. Okay, and it's. I still n- want to know whose sandwich you ate. Uh, me too. I'm dying to know. It that. was great, yes. and I appreciate Hoppies that. around the corner, wondering uh-huh. where his tuna salad went. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Bliss. Yes. Came on stage uh, May seventeenth, two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, I won a game. It was questions only. I knew that was my game. I won it. I'm pretty sure you killed me. I did. Yep. Okay. Let's revisit that. It was epic. (laughs) It's nice working with you. Thank you. I'm sorry you won't be joining us any longer. I know. I know. Goodbye, Prescott. Um, Yeah. So it's been a rough year without my, my soul tribe, my improv people. And it's been a rough year, not just for, you know, performers, but for all of our behind the scene people there's yep. like there's a community of actors and people who support the actors and yeah i've T- missed it ted and i were talking off mic before we yeah. plugged in about some of our acquaintances that we have that really relied on and i didn't realize how much i did so as well really relied on the local art scene and music scene mm-hmm. and comedy scene mm-hmm. um kind of almost like therapy you know absolutely way to get out and and explore things because i you know, I'm I'm in a similar boat that Ted is. That typically when I'm out and about for events, I'm there working. So when I had the opportunity in recent years to actually perform at things, mm. I wasn't there working. I wasn't there as a photographer or videographer, or whatever, which is what I normally do. And uh, I didn't realize how much I relied on it. I was talking right. to a uh, a friend of mine the other day, who I really haven't talked with in quite a while who was extremely active in the local music scene and in the last 12 months with that for the most part gone away especially yeah. the open mics there were still some uh, some book shows that were being done and some things out on the square that Ted was involved with but for those guys that play five six nights a week on right. a regular basis when that went away yeah that took a big chunk of not just the social but the emotional and the mental exercises so hopefully we're seeing the turnaround for that yeah let's pass over and introduce yourself here I'm Liz Rogers. Good to see you again, Matt. Now, Liz, we sat down at the Raven. We I'm did. Mistaken, a couple of years ago. Yes, sir. With Owen. Uh, Amos. 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 Owen. Amos Owen. Amos, I was half right. And <laughs> Anya. Yes, yes, yes. And we talked about Mile High Comedy Theater. Give Give us a little uh, a little uh, reminder of your background and. Uh, oh, I'm famous. I don't need to explain myself any longer. Well, I'm an idiot, so I need to be explained to. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> fine for those in the remedial section. <laughs> I came in on the short bus and I'm going home in the trunk. Um, yep, I'm Liz Rogers. I've been in Prescott for about 18 years. Uh, I was in theater as a kid, was taken hostage by two small creatures who have now come of age, and as long as I occasionally leave them money for pizza, I was allowed back out of the hostage <laughs> situation and into theater. So I picked up a couple years ago and started doing stuff with Mile High Comedy Theater and at Prescott Center for the Arts. And uh, now I work three jobs and fit theater in as much as possible. Very nice, very nice. So again, without those outlets, you're just a hostage, so that's nice to well, see you. Well, I consider myself a smart ass without direction. <laughs> but when I can be a smart ass with direction, then it's then I'm just being funny instead of mean. <laughs> Jennifer, what's in store? What do you got? What do you got planned? Now you guys were fairly uh, 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 bottled up. You were. You, the theater had gone dark for a number of months. You started regrouping and and uh, and and getting back together uh, as a group to work on some things. What what? When did that start? When did you start getting your feet back on the ground? And, and what time what is it? Doing. <laughs> so is it just the last like <laughs> two a couple of weeks? Yeah, March twenty first is our first uh, rehearsal since March thirteenth. Oh my goodness. Of last year, so it was almost it was a year and a week between rehearsals um and here we are on the 28th so twice yeah, yeah. and now we're so good is it a, so it's pretty much a done a, deal a we're weekly, ready to perform everywhere a weekly uh get together that you guys are doing as far as rehearsals yes. and exercises and yes. things how many now we've got the the four of you here is this the basis of the group are we wh where, where are you at membership wise uh we have a total of seven nice we reduced uh six uh most mostly to relocation so four out of six of our cast members relocated outside of the area, um, you know, job displacements yeah. and, and that sort of thing, being called to their next point in their journey. And when we have no idea why he just left the country. Very mysteriously, yeah. the points. <laughs> We're waiting for the DEA to show up any minute now. And, you know, when they leave, when the DEA leaves my house, <laughs> they will not leave with any more information than what you have at this point. <laughs> But um, that unnamed person is safe. <laughs> we think. We think. But his, his mystique has certainly been heightened. <laughs> the smoke signals are strong. He's good. So, so for those that have not had the chance over the years to, to watch uh, you guys perform, uh -huh. maybe not real familiar with improv other than, than uh, what they've seen occasionally on TV and things like that, Give us a little background. What what is the what does your theater do? What are some of the things that you do leading up to live shows to get you guys ready? Mm -hmm. And then uh, what can folks expect when and where you guys have some shows lined up in the future? Sure. So for like rehearsal aspects, we set our theme and our framework around the rehearsal and then the eventual show. So we will have a uh, rehearsal schedule leading up to the next show we've been in the lurch you know as far as rehearsing and performing mm -hmm. and what are we preparing for um, our sure 
our next show, we're going to... Since gonna... you whispered it in the microphone, yeah, let's go for it. Am I allowed Am I to allowed? say anything about the show? I don't edit anything out of it. Perfect. That's, that's too much like work. Great. That guy's looking, he goes, where's my chicken this salad sandwich? Feels he keeps looking over here. Safe. He wants his sandwich. Yeah, he's like, this isn't what I ordered, but I guess I'll eat it. That's fine. Um, so, <laughs> uh, what 8th. month is it? May 8th. Where Nebraska are we? Valley this is March. We're still so in April, March. April, May. Nothing so May. 2021. No. Nope. Yep. We'll be in rehearsals in April, preparing for a show in May. We're going to go forward this year. We'll also so, probably be in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Ted suggested I prepare the month of April for March. Yes. I would not That's like to set taxes. it up. <laughs> yeah. What am I That's how we do the alphabet. <laughs> I have Photoshop <laughs> and Illustrator. I could make any receipt I need. <laughs> What's happening in... Uh, May. May 8th, Mother's Day, Mother's Day weekend and the week of Mother's Day weekend we're going oh, into yeah, is Prescott Valley Days. <laughs> it's, so all you mothers come on out. The, yes. Uh, the event itself all kinds of mothers. from May 6th through 9th. Do I got that yes. right, Ted? Yes, you do. May 6th through 9th with various carnival type activities, live entertainment, a main stage that Ted will be at uh, that features music along with uh, uh, Hispanic Heritage Night on Friday, which is always their biggest night. And then what typically the uh, organizers at Prescott Valley through the town, the city and the Chamber of Commerce have done is cap it off on that Saturday with live music. And uh, last year, for a little change of gears, they contacted me and asked if I would be willing to and able to Instead of live music to close out the show on Saturday night to do a live comedy show. So we had put some talks into Mile High Comedy Theater, myself, and a headliner, Brian Kahatsu, out of Phoenix, Arizona, a nationally touring comic, to, to do that show. Headline, Brian headline it and us fill in the time. And then the world ended. And uh, and Ted spread his cooties around the world. Now Patient we know zero. Who to blame. Patient Damn it, zero. So that that show that show got uh, postponed and then eventually canceled for May of 2020, and now it's rescheduled for May 8, 2021. They reached out again, asked me if I can if I could spearhead booking the comedy, and within uh, within a, a day or two of getting that uh, that email I reached out again to confirm Brian Kahatsu BrianKahatsuComedy.com and uh, and I reached out to Jennifer to see if we could get the Mile High Comedy Theater involved in some aspects so we're still working out what we're all going to be doing but uh, May 8th wearing pants I think hopefully wow. oh I thought I had to do the dishes kilts yeah, no you do but wear pants while you're doing them kilts that doesn't go well together Boxer We're shorts. not talking about last time, okay? Now, one of the th- one of the things that uh, uh, for traditional stand-up, um, you can really gear a, a a show to a specific audience. In this case, that May eighth show is in all ages. Um, that throws in some extra little monkey wrenches into improv because you you rely on audience suggestion. There's different games. There's really uh, a lot more freedom in improv to go in different directions. Mm-hmm. So, um, the again, the May 8th show will be a little different than your normal shows. On your normal shows that you've done in the past and that are coming in the future, uh, something people want to keep in mind is, is, uh, is to keep that open mind. 
when you come in because you're never really sure where that uh, where those where those exercises where those games will take you. Yeah, we, we have take no a idea. lot of cues from the audience. Yeah. yeah, so they will help lead us yeah. to where they want to be. Which, Absolutely, which Celia. is a lot of fun in in some of the uh, oh, some of the yeah. other shows because you re- you're never going to see the same show twice. No, no. I mean, the really cool no. thing is we get to have an absolute blast, and the audience gets to come along. Yeah. So you're currently at seven uh, cast members. Yes. What uh, What are some options for folks that maybe don't uh, have never participated in this in the past? Would like to get a little more information. Maybe some that are performing in other aspects of mm-hmm. uh, the performing arts that may want to uh, see what it's like to be part of the Mile High Comedy Theater. Sure. <laughs> Funny to mention anything at all, Celia. Um, so what we look forward to is being able to utilize the second and third floor on the Elks, um, in the Elks building to have closed rehearsals as well as open to the public workshops and uh, we will facilitate a casting call after that May 8th show. Very nice. And so that's something to look forward to. We feel um, that it's much stronger to bring an improv group so that we can co-create a uh, improv Olympic style show, which was where we left off in 2020. But we'll move forward with creating that that sports-like show in the future. And definitely keep an eye on our Facebook posts um, regarding our shows and rehearsals, open rehearsals, closed rehearsals, and casting call, because we'll have that all of our social media. What's the benefit of those closed rehearsals? The 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 troop only. Yeah, the closed rehearsal is necessary to maintain safety um, and to create trust within the group and to give us the stage, so to speak, to play with things that are, uh, you know, first thought, yeah. blue comedy, you know, uh, blue humor, maybe uh, exercise different ways to present things. And, uh, the, you know, therefore we're creating the muscle memory for the stage so that we know we might... When it's improv, you obviously aren't performing a sketch that has dialogue and everything is organic, but the framework, the muscles, you know, in the brain need to be worked out. So those are cultivated in those closed rehearsals. Uh, This is how you do that. This is how you do that better. And then... So we're also you, oh, oh go ahead. We're also perfecting our Kool Aid recipes so that <laughs> we get the new guys to drink it just right. So the 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 safety and the aspect that you can to really boil it down, go out, try whatever pops to mind, and then fail because we all do when we're performing at some point or another. So we you can fail. We can fail in front of other people experimenting with those same things. You can then right. step back and go, okay, that didn't work or that worked. Let's try it in this direction. Right. Cool and thing about, about improv, too, is sometimes failure is the funniest yeah. thing you can yeah. do. That is our And we're so measure. good at that. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> we perfect I, it. I never, I, I don't perform a whole lot, but when I do, you know, I, I tend not to tell anybody. <laughs> because and, Excellent and, marketing well, technique. No, the reason being is because for the most part, what I do is open mic stuff. And I never I never wrap my head around when I go to open mics and I see comics who will either Facebook live it, live stream it to YouTube, 
or or record it and then immediately post it. It's like I want it when I fail. I want to fail as anonymously as possible, and play off whatever audience reaction so that the next time I'm trying those, I could do it a little better, a little better, a little better. And I never understood the thinking when people just everything that they're doing they put out there for everybody to see it's like i kind of want to do my own laundry and then <laughs> <laughs> wait until i get some things worked out i don't i don't have that uh that confidence quite yet to to put it all out there so i understand the the uh i i mean and i joke i've joked about this because a lot of times i'll go i'll go up last when especially that that uh which i hope they bring back someday the uh thursday night open mic at the raven mm. I would close for several months. They let me close that out, and I was literally performing in front of the staff and mm-hmm. three or four other people. That's how I liked it. Mm-hmm. I wanted that empty room because I needed to hear things come out of my mouth first before. It, and <laughs> I, I, I often did way better that way than uh, than when there was a packed house. That's not much of an endorsement for the acts that went before you that cleared the place out. <laughs> no, it was just late. It was a, that was a that was a very very good show. I I really enjoyed that that monthly show they did. You know the extraordinary thing about um, being an improv troupe though, especially with the closed doors rehearsal is that you create a kind of chemistry with your crew and you create this extraordinary trust. You know that whatever offer you bring to the table in front of that audience, the person in that scene with you, they're going to support that and vice versa. Yeah. So it's yes, failures are funny, but in a sense, we there are no failures because you are so supported by the yeah. people who are there with you. Um, if you bomb... They're gonna be bombing with you, yeah. and that makes Woo-hoo! it. Woo! <laughs> yeah. The 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 other side of that coin are the the open to the public workshops that will be coming in the future, where you get to fine tune some things a little bit, or or then start getting the audience reaction pre-show, so right. to speak. Yeah. Well, and also just bring improv to people who have not had a chance to do that. You know, yeah. I mean, that's an extraordinary thing is that. Um, we practice so hard and we have this skill set and with the workshops we can offer that skill set to other people and suddenly they can improv too. I mean that's the thing about improv. Everybody can improv. Anybody and everybody can freaking improv. No, and Everyone's that, that, doing it. That brings up an interesting point to where improv specifically is not reliant on live performance. I mean how do people say, say there, there's Somebody listening to this, that one guy that listens, if he's listening to this show. Hey, Joe. Hi, no, it's Matt Hinshaw. Hi. Oh, hi, Matt. Uh, hi, Matt. Um, and he only listens about half the time. Um, <laughs> there are ones that are listening to this that maybe never want to or don't have the desire to, to perform in front of an audience. How would somebody that has no desire to perform benefit from observing and maybe participating in improv workshops. Well, the thing about improv is that this is a life skill. This We use it to make yeah. each other laugh and to hopefully make the audience laugh. But think about any situation you've been in where you need to think on your feet, where you need to react quickly. It teaches you to access those components. I use it at work to solve a problem. Yeah. I use it in marketing to sell a product. It's, it's, that, it's accessing that point of the brain that 
gets faster and faster and yeah. faster the more you use it, and it's a great learning tool. You learn, you learn to trust your own instincts. Mm -hmm. You learn to not get afraid, what if I don't think of something? If you learn to relax yeah. and know that you will come up with something. One of the things too that I, in in my very limited exposure to improv, while, and I I I have I have a, if you don't know this about me, I have a very unique ability to say something as a compliment that does not sound like a compliment. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Excellent so skill. I, I'm, I'm 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 prefacing this statement by that. In my limited exposure to improv as as an audience member, it's not always fall down funny right. oftentimes it's poignant and it'll it'll mm -hmm. drive the audience to think about mm -hmm. whatever it is that's being presented that's not always the case with stand-up but i often enjoy stand-up that doesn't make me laugh if that makes any sense absolutely as long as the person with the microphone or the troupe presenting whatever story they're presenting grabs me by the throat and has my attention I don't necessarily need to hear set up, set up, punch, laugh, laugh every 30 seconds or whatever. If they can grab me and have my interest, I mean, Spalding Gray, great example of that, the old Nichols and May stuff. It was funny, it was, but it was more entertaining than it was funny. So a lot of times when, when I have been exposed to improv, I'll be on the edge of my seat, captivated by what's pre presented to me, and then later go, well, yeah, I, I was fascinated, but... It wasn't a comedy show. It was entertaining. I would much rather hear somebody tell me a 30-minute story that I never want to end than to hear 90 seconds of three jokes back-to-back -back that I'm going to forget in 10 minutes. That's, that's part of the chemistry that we develop in our closed rehearsals is that we inspire each other. We feed off each other. And, and that helps us create something that's bigger than e each one of us individually. Yeah. And I think that's big picture for anybody that's working in the healing arts. Mm -hmm. Music, theater, um, yeah. podcasts you, with audience of one. Talk a little bit more about that with the, the <laughs> healing arts. I like that. Yeah. So I know that's huge in your philosophy. Yes. Um, the, the framework that I come from in my mind is that we all need and desire uh, healing. And so if we can feel it, we can heal it. Our responsibility as a comedian on the stage, regardless if it's in stand-up, improv, or sketch, is not to make the audience laugh, but to make the audience feel something yeah. and to have an experience. When you're talking about grabbing the audience, you command the audience with your presence there are storytellers that have been put on this earth for a reason. There are musicians yeah. that have been put on the earth for this reason. Those vibrations allow you to release and let go. Yeah. Um, so if my responsibility is to direct a show or to be in a show where we're working with the audience in a symbiotic way, as, a, as you would doing stand-up, that the audience feeds you for what they need and as long as you are able to sense that reality that they're portraying to you, they're going to tell you what they want to laugh about. And usually it's not what feels good. Yeah. It's what doesn't feel good. And so if you go on a 20-minute rant about uh, hyperthyroidism and... <laughs> 
like diabetes or whatever because I've heard you do it. And people are like, what the hell is happening right now? And all of a sudden, the entire audience is leaning forward and eating every single candy piece that you're giving them and laughing with you over the fact that we're human, but we're also in communion able to bring like you know ted you're responsible for the sound if the sound isn't right then people can't hear it they can't feel it in the way that's going to allow them to attune to that vibration that comes through with the singing or you know it's so important to go up there and try to be authentic Mm -hmm. and i think that that's again going back to those close rehearsals that's an opportunity to be authentic with each other so that you can go up there and be authentic with your audience and and not to get super philosophical, but I've always believed that comedy gives us a lens to look at what is uncomfortable. And we desperately need that right now because so much of the last year, right, has been brutally uncomfortable. Um, And if we can go up there and we can be authentic about the fact that we've been through these struggles and these struggles are universal and we trust each other to support each other and we can have a moment with the audience in that space, like that is the most incredible thing. And that's why as, as a performer, that's why I perform is for those moments. You know, every, every ounce of work that I put into stand up or into a play or into a a spoken word piece um it's because i'm just so grateful for that moment where we're communing with the audience and they give you that gift this whole this whole year when we've been apart we've we've stayed in touch and um the the theme that kept coming up was how much we miss the improv how much we need the improv and getting together today and doing the games that we did here on the patio at Cuppers on Montezuma felt healing, it felt good, it yeah. was the, 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 we needed it very very much. And, and that's the going back to you know what we get out of not just performing but by audience members watching it not every live performance needs to have you laughing not every piece of music needs to get you to dance sometimes you just want to sit and be captivated by what right. you're hearing by what you're watching sometimes you just want to lay under a piano and hear yes. hear that piano music yes. you know <laughs> so everything doesn't have to have the same reaction and that's what i really like about like in no way do i consider myself a stand-up while that's i do that occasionally I and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, it, it's a uh, uh, oh NPR runs them National Public Radio and a couple others it's the the moth the moth yes oh yes. my god I love sometimes the moth. you will be listening to that podcast that show those live shows yeah laughing like you've never laughed before sometimes you'll be crying yeah uh, you will always be interested mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of what we've tried to start. I've worked on starting some of those type events up this way, and we've ran a couple over the past several years, but we've never really had it take hold, and that's what I'd really like to see is something along that line, some oh kind of God. a storyteller type I of an event. I swear, Matt, if you do that, you better tap me so yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, excuse me. What? No. This is a family uh, show. Huh? <laughs> um, sh- what? I don't... 
People saying stuff. So <laughs> Jennifer ran away. She, she did. did. Let's go around She'd had again. enough. She got arrested for she eating the wrong sandwich. sandwich. She did. And they came Charges up to her. Charges have been like, filed. Girl, <laughs> they took her back to the kitchen. We may not see her for a while. But she said it was totally worth it. It was yeah. a great sandwich. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Who's got bail money? <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just spent it on coffee, so. So let's wrap it up. Where can folks find out about this theater, Mile High Comedy Theater? Like I said, Facebook. Facebook is a great resource. We do a lot of our social media blasts through Facebook. So Mile High Comedy Theater in Prescott, Arizona. I'll put a link right there. You guys got any any bathrooms pages you want to plug? Social media, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That not that right. You put your out. Uh, your not at on? this point. Okay. We that will probably come into fruition once we kind of get our feet back under. Us. I mean, like we said, this is only, what, our second, third gotcha. rehearsal okay. in a year and a week. A year and a week. So there'll We've be a link in it. the show notes for yeah. Mile High Comedy Theater. Not associated with, but closely uh, friends of the Mile High podcast. Mm. Let's get Ted the mic real quick. Ted, just plug what you uh, pick one. <laughs> Hey, I'm busy what, looking up. Uh, mile, I'm busy looking up Facebook Mile High Comedy what do you Theater, got man. Coming up? Oh my gosh, friend me! <laughs> All right. What do you got coming up, uh, concert-wise? On the you, you've been in talks. We've got some things that hit the paper recently uh, regarding the summer concert series. People got yeah. Some well, the summer concert series launches on June first. Oh yeah. And it goes. Uh, it's solid. It's solid who, for. Who are we going to be seeing? Who? Who? who well, who? actually, you actually, as we speak. Uh, MJ from the Prescott Downtown Partnership is mm-hmm. currently booking the bands. Excellent. And I should know the lineup probably in about a week or week and a half. Great. So we'll we'll have that together pretty soon. No doubt some very familiar faces, oh, some yeah. very familiar voices, and probably a surprise here and there. No question in, about in it. In addition to the weekend shows, is the uh, Tuesday night still going to be going on? Tuesday night jazz is happening. Oh, Solid. Yay. Very nice. Yeah, now, what happened, interestingly enough, last year, we did do quite a bit of the summer concert series, but a lot of the great jazz guys, you know, the ones that are in their uh-huh. 70s, they all bowed out because yeah. they were afraid of getting covert. Yeah. And yeah. so we lost a lot of those guys, you know, for the Tuesday nights, but they're back. Good, good. So, you know, we're going to really enjoy having those guys. So for those of you listening that, uh, that uh, cruise the uh, courthouse square during the summer and spring, listening to live music, when you see all those cords and wires coming off the <laughs> stage, leading about 40 yards away to these big tables full of cases and and big huge boxes and then you see a guy running around like a crazy man with a ponytail do yourself a favor and do not do not tap him on the back to say hi and don't unplug because, anything because you guys it's not a jump rope <laughs> yeah ted, seriously ted leonard <laughs> is focused when he's there and occasionally when i i mean when people walk over and tap him on the back to say hi you get some very odd looks. you get the look the look <laughs> well you know when you do occasionally mixing, the back you know, you're really oh, yeah. part of the you're part of the band do they still have p- the note there oh yeah on the- <laughs> But I want to let you all know that I am a professional box pusher. <laughs> and but but when we load out, if anybody wants to push boxes, mm, you know, mm-hmm. we can interview you yep. and yeah, see yeah. if you qualify. Internship. You get that cool T-shirt. Oh yeah. I, I would often pick up that sign. What did the sign say? What did the sign Do not bother the sound guy. Yeah, I would Ooh, often I've seen pick that, that sign. up, yeah. walk over to Ted and go, does this mean me? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Jennifer, let's get Jennifer the mic back. We're closing up. What do we got? T- tell us. Tell us what. Uh, plug away. Social media, web, Facebook, whatever you want. 
we, we touched on it a little bit, but where can folks find out about Mile High Comedy Theater? Facebook.com. Excuse me, I had a little chicken salad in my throat. <clears throat> someone's chicken salad. Um, someone's chicken salad was fantastic. Two thumbs up for the order. Uh, Facebook.com. Okay. And Mile High Comedy Theater at Mile High Comedy T on Instagram. And but our main point um, is Facebook, and you can email us and include what you're inquiring about, whether it be to participate or upcoming events at Mile. So it's Mile High Comedy Theater at gmail.com. And we look forward to seeing you at our next show, which is May 8th. Good deal. 2021, Prescott Valley Days. I will give everyone permission to go up and say hi to the sound guy during that show. <laughs> I think we should put a mic. We should just mic Ted during yes. that show. We need to rehearse. Yes. I mean, I would, we need to rehearse because we can put some effects into this Absolutely. thing. You know All right. And we could, you know what I'm saying? We could yes. make, we got to make this, like I We're said gonna earlier We're going to make today, it work. It's always a team effort. Absolutely. Okay. That's what it's all about. I look forward to working with you folks very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mile High I'll Com- push a box for you, Ted, okay? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Mile Thank High you, Comedy Bliss. Theater on Facebook. Mile High Show on milehighshow.com for the archives of the podcast, including me and Ted eating breakfast at the St. Michael's a few years ago, talking <laughs> butter and all, uh, all butter-related materials. And uh, it is very nice to be talking about live performances, live music, live comedy right here in Prescott, Arizona very soon. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.